season 17, episode seven. Yeah! We're back, guys. Attention deficit order. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. There's our other host. I'm Skip. Skip. It's cracking, everybody. Yeah. What's up? Yeah! Oh, hold on. I held up my headphones. There we go. Yeah, now I can go deaf. Right there. Yeah! Come back, guys. Attention deficit order. Avengers Week! This is the week. All the people have seen it already. All the supposed movie critics have seen the movie. By this time you hear this, I will have seen the movie hopefully three times. Uh, yes. As as long as I don't fuck up. I haven't read any reviews or anything whatsoever. Just headlines. Those are hard to avoid on Twitter, but, um... I don't even read those. As soon as I see that fucking purple A, I just scroll right past it. Yeah, well, and you can uh, mute words on Twitter, too, so you might want to do that for the next week. Well, I don't read that well, so it's easy for me to skip a lot of stuff on Twitter. <laughs> I guess that does have its uses, yeah. Like, yeah, I have to stop and read it, so, yeah. I just don't, like, I'm not a speed reader, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, this is it, guys. 22 movies, 12 years in the making. The first time ever. We'll see if they can close it out. I don't know. I mean, just by the amount of nerdgasm on Twitter, I think they did pretty well. I don't even want to know about any reaction or anything. <clears throat> Nothing. I don't care what those nerds think. Nerdgasm's everywhere, think. Chris. That's all that matters at this point. Those nerds and reviewers that have already seen the movie, they're, they're past. They don't care anymore. No one matters. Right. They're, they're old. They've already seen it. They're old. It's time for us. Fans who have paid and have waited for this movie to see it now. Not the critics who get all pampered up and go to fucking screenings. God damn it. I still want to know how the seating is at the screening. But Well, they're probably going to like that Dolby Atmos theater that we went to San- in San Francisco that one time. No, right? They went to a huge fucking auditorium that they built. 4,000 people were at that premiere last night. Oh, well, okay, yeah, that's the premiere, You're, but that's not just... That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, that's that all premiere, this, that's what everyone went to last night. It's all the stars and the super nerds and stuff, but I'm yeah, talking stars. about, like, the Gene Shalit-type critics. You think they're going to opening night, or are they going yes. to the... Really? Yes, all, all those people went, dude, last night. Every paid critic went last night. Everyone who's of note that's a paid critic went to see Avengers last night. Or they see it, they, there's press screenings from now all the way up till Thursday. You know? Yeah. So everybody in the press or friends of the press is going to see it. Mm-hmm. Basically, everyone in L.A. will have seen it by Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, everyone as far as, like, in the movie circle. I was going to say, everyone related to Hollywood will have seen it, yeah. Yes. Or, and then there's people that go to that thing that don't even give a fuck. Like, oh, I'll go. You know, those are the people that piss me off. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. They just get the opportunity and don't even like care. Like, hey, whatever. Yeah. Like, if I had an opportunity, like, to go to like a Harry Potter play, I'd give it to somebody else. Right. Someone who would appreciate it, like, whack yeah. off in the seat while they're watching it because they get exactly. we're so overwhelmed. Yeah, I would be like, eh, give it to someone else who wants it, or just give it away or something. You know, give it away now. Give it away now. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I haven't read anything on Twitter. I haven't read anyone's like, oh, like first reactions. I haven't read any like, oh, headline of a reaction. I haven't read any like, oh, wow, or uh, uh-oh, or, you know, <laughs> oh, oh, this one's going to be great. Wah, wah, wah. Or, I haven't even read what the uh, Metacritic score or any of the scores are in the movie. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm pretty sure it's in the 90s, knowing that it's a, the fucking an Avengers movie. Yeah. And the last one. But we'll see. It would be funny if it was just all shitty. (laughs) It's like, oh, Aquaman 2, here we go. Right. It's a Batman versus Superman reboot. Just kidding. Yeah, just going in, I hope it's entertaining for three hours. That's all I care about. Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck. Because that's a long time. (laughs) But it's only 15... 20 minutes longer than an average Avenger film anyway. It's not like it's, oh, four hours. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Because if, like, uh, uh, what is it? Nolan's Bat- Dark Knight's 245. Yeah, and wasn't, like, Inception three hours? Uh, no, Saving Private Ryan's three hours. Okay, yeah. And that movie's great from fucking beginning to end. That's re-releasing in the theaters in June. I might check it out. I don't know. I was there opening day when that thing came out. But I might, maybe I want to see it in a, like a, an Atmos theater or something. Like or a Prime. I mean an AMC Prime theater. I think that opening um, Normandy scene would be amazing. In Prime. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. Like ooh, and then like the rest of it would be, sound really <sighs> good. So I don't know. I'm still bummed I didn't go see Blade Runner in Prime, but I didn't have time. It was the night before Blade Runner 2049. They had the original Blade Runner. Oh, oh right. Yeah, I remember yeah. talking about that. It's like, eh. I got my Alien tickets for a 40th anniversary Alien, which is coming up. LV426 is this week, guys. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. So happy Alien Day. To everyone in uh, Alien World, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever it's called. I still think uh, the original score for Alien is like the best. This right here. The main title sequence for Alien. Hmm. What happened to the sound on Alien? It was recorded in mono in fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even know what two speakers okay, by the H Q. H D. That's all you do now. You put um or high quality. Alien soundtrack H Q. Or whatever H Q. Here we go. This is the one right here. This is the one that I love. I even want I have Alien Isolation. Like a like Alien Isolation mm-hmm. on the Xbox starts off like that. Oh yeah, yeah, with this exact same soundtrack. 
Well, but you play as Newt, right? Uh, no, you just play as a random. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Josh finished the game. I didn't finish it. Because I had it set to where if I make a noise, my Kinect picks it up. No. So I'm just like... <laughs> so every time you sneezed in real life, all of a sudden yeah. the alien's crawling up your ass? Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's, it's tough, dude. I would turn off that. <laughs> why, why? It makes it more entertaining. Oh, sure, but I'd want to play it through once just to get the experience and then try it on fucking Balls Difficult. Uh, yeah, I'm stuck in the middle of that game right now. Like, I, I keep running from a locker to a locker, and then boom, he pops out. I'm like, God damn it. You fucking alien. But yeah, LV426, guys. 40th anniversary of Alien. Come on. I saw this thing 40 years ago. It was uh, 1970. I was four years old. It was on VHS. So it was probably four. I've never, I've never seen it in the theater. I've seen every other Alien movie in the theater. I have to complete my alien in the theaters with this one. Yeah. Dude, I yeah, couldn't aliens. watch after Aliens Cubed, man. I watched that one, and I was just like, no. Which one? The third alien. Alien, uh, alien Cubed? I didn't like it. Yeah, I just went for the creature design at that point and, you know, and the special effects. Yeah, and I tried to watch Alien whatever it was when Ripley comes back half alien monster. Oh, that's bitch. what I'm saying. Alien and aliens is the only true alien movies. Exactly. Everything else is like, hmm. everything else is garbage in my head, but I'm, I'm the same way about Terminator. You know, there's a bunch yeah. of uh, properties that are like that where I just can't get past like the second one. Second one's usually pretty good or outright awesome in some cases, but after that, it's just, they lose it. But alien, I think is the only sequel that I know of that I can think of that has a different director, a different writer, and they just take the concept and go run with it. Well, but it's a totally different flavor of film. It's more of an action thriller than it is I a know, fucking... I know, but, like, look what the other people did to the movie. Oh, no, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, but, you know... And to this day, the design of the alien and the space marines are still prevalent in pop culture. Oh, super like, iconic. fucking Halo. Halo is basically fucking space marines. Um, Gears is basically space marines. You know, like totally. that concept alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like aliens set the bar high, man. Yeah, aliens, Terminator, and Predator. Those three movies. Yeah. You know, you see spin-off of those and everything past that. Mm-hmm. You know, a version of it of some kind. A cyborg. Oh wow, I've never heard of a cyborg before. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah, LV four twenty six guys. We're back. With alien, God damn it, aliens! What happened to you, aliens? Yeah, that's the opening title sequence for aliens. Yeah, I don't know. Or mean for alien? What? I, I was just gonna say I don't know why it went off the rails so hard, but it really, really did. Oh, I know why it did. Because it was an original idea. People couldn't. People were like, okay, uh, now what? <laughs> They couldn't get past the concept, you know, because the concept is so cool for an alien right. that bred off of humans, you know, and they just dro- they just drove that concept into the ground with Covenant and all the other fucking spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Covenant had like a weird back history to it. It was like, what the fuck? If you ever watched that movie, mm-hmm. it's like like uh, one of the cyborgs we created went back there and created the aliens. 
I don't know. It was weird. From from the Prometheus. Yeah, you know, I haven't... I watched part of Prometheus, but I think I fell asleep. And uh, I didn't even watch the second one, whatever that was called. Fell asleep, see us? That was Covenant. <laughs> oh, Covenant was. Okay. Covenant. It was yeah, uh, I, Alien Prometheus. It was Prometheus. Oh, that's not an Alien prequel. Nope. And then they're all Covenant. It's an Alien prequel. <laughs> like, what? Which had cool special effects, looked pretty cool, but was overall... Mm-hmm. Dumb. Just overall dumb. I'll watch them both eventually when I'm not sleepy. I think I turned on Prometheus when I was falling asleep after a long night of homework, and I was just like, I want something on in the background that looks cool. Fall asleep, Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> Prometheus. Alien, <clears throat> Alien is another movie. Like I keep saying, it's another fall asleep to movie. Alien, Blade Runner. Well, yeah, but I've seen those um, so many times that, you know, I'm... I love the movies. I love the story. I'm invested in the characters, but I can recite a lot of the dialogue. So falling asleep to that is a little bit different to me than falling asleep to a movie I've never seen before. Right. Cause you want that movie you've never seen to keep you engaged. (laughs) And if you're just like, um, and that tells me all I need to know about that movie. Yeah, I'm pumped to see the, this uh, in the theater this year. That's like a new movie for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have, a, I have it on Blu-ray, and I'm not watching it. Even though, and they have the 4K no restoration. No spoilers? I don't, I don't know. I think this is going to be the 4K restoration version because they're putting out a 4K restoration version out uh, on LV426. Of course. Mm-hmm. So That would make sense. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, guys. It, it would, like May the 4th, right? Well, May the 4th is going to be uh, the full Star Wars trailer. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No, it Which will be. Which I won't watch. It will be. Guaranteed. You think it will be? You think May the 4th? Or, no. Well, the teaser is going to definitely be in front of Endgame. I know that's going to be the first time you're going to see that teaser on the big screen. Huh. Which is going to be awesome. Yeah, that's that. They'd be stupid. Like I'm see. I saw the. I've seen the Joker um, trailer uh, before La La Llorona and Hellboy. It looks awesome on the big screen. That Joker trailer. Yeah, it looks creepier on the big screen. Oh, the Joaquin Phoenix one. Uh huh. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, he's a good actor, man. He could pull up. <laughs> He could, <laughs> he could pull off a good joke. His, His laugh. I haven't watched anything for it. <laughs> yeah, the trailer is pretty cool. I'll definitely check it out in October. It's going to be a horror movie. Just like with this. Is it coming out the same week as my alien? <gasps> no. Even if it is, I'll go see it. Hmm. I'll do a double feature of uh, Alien and uh, Joker. Ooh, I think that, it is October fourth. That, uh, <laughs> that would be some. That'd be some intense movie watching all in one night. Uh, Alien and Joker. Mm-hmm. Well, I went from um, God, what was it? Captain Marvel to climax. <laughs> okay, mine is. Uh, 
October 13th is the uh, 40th anniversary of um, Alien. Those tickets are already selling out, guys. <clears throat> They're already selling out. Yeah, LV-426, the 40th anniversary of Alien this week. Be ready. One of the most influential sci-fi movies of our generation. And you know it. I still haven't seen a sci-fi movie as original. As original as Alien? Aliens and Alien. I've seen ones that come close. You know, when it comes to, like, alien and alien stuff. Like the darker, thrillery, violent, gory yeah. kind of stuff. Um, that like I, I could say. Like a movie. I mean, Event Horizon did a pretty good job of that, I thought. There, that, it was good, but it wasn't an alien. No, I, Aliens is a high bar. I don't fucking disagree. But, you know, when, when I think of, like, uh, sci-fi like, movies that it's... sci-fi with... The characters, the character buildup that they had in Aliens, everybody rips off now. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your Vasquez, you have your fuck. <laughs> You're right. You know, like that, like Predator, everyone rips off that like squad based thing now. Mm-hmm. And you can't not, you know, if you're going to make a, sh- a movie with people in a squad. Yeah. You know, everything is based off of that that I've seen of people in squads. Because you have your hard ass, you have your fucking blah, blah, blah guy, you have your fuck, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. Right, you have the Joker guy, you have the fucking, the guy who's going to fucking lose it and go psycho, you have the <laughs> fucking... Yeah, then uh, you have like the calm, cool, and collected guy yeah. who's going to kill everybody, you know. Right. <laughs> then you have your leader, right, he's like, come on guys, let's do this. Keep it together. Alien Alien didn't really have that. They sort of had like, eh. It was like a mishmash of people, but yeah. But they were just like fucking random. Like they were long haul truckers in space, basically. I mean, you know. Yeah, Yeah, they're just hauling fucking rocks. Yeah, they're like the ragtag group that stumbles across the fucking first zombie or something like that. You know, like (laughs) they're the they're the people who survive against all odds or they're, they're the one person who survives against all odds kind of people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, it is it is a completely different feel. One's like fucking straight war action movie and the other is a fucking like survival horror well, kind of flick. Well, one's horror sci-fi action. That's Aliens. Aliens had a lot of horror elements to it. Mm-hmm. When that chick fucking wakes up and says help me, that whole audience jumps. Yeah, that's true. You're like Help me. Like, what the fuck? And then the chest burster comes out, and then all the aliens start fucking the walls are moving. Yeah. That's straight up horror movie right there. Hmm. Well, you would know better than I. You know, that scared me as a kid. That scared me as a teen when I first saw it. I think I was 13 or 14 when I saw it. I was like 12, I think. think, uh, 85 it came out, so Aliens 85. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. So I saw it like five years after you, probably. Yeah, at least, yeah. At least, yeah. So I don't know, man. Jerry Goldsmith, Alien Score, still one of the best. You know? Agreed. And uh, 
that and like the thing and yeah so many 80 scores man are so popular but yeah so because that's all they had back then was their score because the special effects weren't doing it they had to hide so much shit. <laughs> well yeah that's why the movie's dark right <laughs> hide all yeah, the strings oh for the tails and fucking yeah. that was my biggest complaint as a kid <coughs> watching the movie going why is it so dark yeah but now they can digitally edit all that out and brighten it up, so I'm sure the 4K version looks pretty goddamn good. Uh, so, I don't know. Dude, wow, people are reciting the lines. Oh, what the hell is this? <laughs> uh, the layer is completely enclosed, and it's full of leathery object like eggs or something. And one guy answers, this is the score when played from... <laughs> He's like answering it. He's like, we must go on. Shoot. <laughs> Isn't that pretty funny? Uh, I guess you'd have to be watching it. What? I said, I guess you'd have to be watching it. Uh, well, people are... This is in the um, YouTube comments. Oh, really? Yeah, that was in the YouTube comments. That's what they said. Oh. They're reciting lines from the scene that the score is in. <laughs> Looks like leathery eggs or something. Yeah, good job. Put your face over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure to breathe real deep. Yeah, see what happens, you fuck. Oh, I feel fine. Yeah, I feel fine. Yeah. We did a cold open with that score already. Oh, yeah. I forget what we did it with. I don't know. But yeah, that's Probably one of the Covenant. great scenes. Was or it they, a season opener? Uh, or before Covenant or when Aliens turned 30 or 40 or whatever Probably. its last big <laughs> birthday was. Aliens turning 41, guys. Here we go. This is the best score here. Then we'll close out the Alien. Here. Just creepy. Just creepy. Creepy paper. Whoa, was that? Was that a vape cloud or was that a pot cloud? <laughs> no, that was my fucking e-dick. My uh, uh, nicotine, man. This is so reminiscent of... Because uh, the same guy who scored um, fucking uh, Poltergeist, right? Is it? Yeah, Jerry Goldsmith. Can't you tell? Just that flute type shit that he uses. Oh, yeah, the weird kind of chimey, almost glass breaking sound, kind of. Uh huh. Then he pumps in that flute in there. See right there, that. Yeah, just trippy, man. Such a great score, dude. Fuck. Woo! You should get it on vinyl. <laughs> I could. <laughs> I got a new record player recently. There you go. Yeah. Get it, put it on vinyl. Be like Bosch. Oh. Bosch, be listening to the fucking alien sounder. I could see him doing that. It's almost yeah. jazz. <laughs> yeah, right. This is hip, dude. Bro, yeah. man. This or, is uh, a throwback to Charlie Bingus. And, uh, yeah. 
Uh, speaking of which, I started watching Bosch season four finally. Oh, four? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to rate five later. Okay, let's rate four now. I'm a season behind. Well, I'm only on like episode five, so not even halfway, I don't think. Um, I mean, I like it. Bosch is a fucking awesome show. If you have not watched it, do so now. It is worth it. It's a good cop show. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to turn it's this character down. driven. It's not uh, episodic. Fucking catch the bad guy by the end of the episode. You know the the big bad lasts for an entire season, um, and then there are all these interwoven story arcs in between. So it's it's a well written show, um, and acted well. I, I like all of the casting. Uh, it reminds me of like, um, what is it, Hunter? You know, Hunter the cop show, or um, or like the Shield, because it's done by the same people who did the Shield. You know, like a like a almost like a Mackie Shield guy. You know, that's what it reminds me of, like a legendary cop that everyone knows about, right? That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's totally full of like corruption and backstabbing and all types of cool shit. Like it shows the LAPD that you read about in the newspaper, you know, the one where it's like, yeah, these 12 cops, they held down a black dude. They all ass raped him in a row. Like season one, did he plan evidence? Uh, fuck man. You're asking me to go back like six years. Um, did he plant a gun on somebody? He was accused of doing that. But did he do it? I don't think he did. Okay, okay. Because I'm trying to Because something like that in season five comes up. I'm like, oh, because they trace back all of his stuff for some reason. And, and he goes, I've never, you know, like, you know, set anything up or started shit or, you know. Or I never um, staged a crime scene or anything like that. I don't know. Hold on, let me get my water. All right. All right, what do you rate Bosch? Uh, Well, Bosch season four, halfway-ish through. Um, It's a fucking solid show, man. I I don't have any complaints about it. Seriously, um, I'm going to say five out of five uh, fucking gun-down lawyers. Uh, It's a great show. Go watch it. It's on Amazon. Short seasons, like 10 episodes a season, right? Yeah. Yeah. um, I'll rate the next one later. Season five of Bosch. It's already been picked up for seven. So. Wow. Seven seasons? Huh? Yeah, I mean, that's a good spot to end it. I I can picture how that last season is going to wrap up. Let's put it that way. He'll shoot himself in the head. Nope. No, it, uh, they will end it on a seminal moment in the books that were written by James Patterson. Uh, one of the defining changes in the written series so far. Right, we'll see. Or, like, they say they're borrowing from the books, but not really copying the books. So. Well, I, I will say season four is a direct rip from one of the books because I've read it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They said season four, but now they're escaping from the books. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I think season two was also uh, one, one of the books too. I read. Yeah. Uh, well, because there's, there's like fucking 12 books in this series, dude. So I think I've read two or three, maybe. Um, I just happened to have read the two that were already seasons in the show. Yeah. And five... 
They are, um, what are they doing with them? Yeah, in five, they say they're uh, deviating from the books, just borrowing pieces, you know, like pieces of story. Not, you know, directly like they did last season, like the direct from the book, you know. So, so yeah, so they're making up their own stories with the characters at this point. But James Patterson is also executive producing uh, the yeah. show. So, I mean, if he's got input into how it's going, it'll stay true. It'll still be good. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's true of the books or not. All I know, it's a good cop show. Yeah, no, and I again, I haven't read enough of the books to really know, but <clears throat> I mean... Yeah, I, I'd read a couple of the books, and I saw they were making the show, and I was like, okay, I'm going to check this out, and I've been hooked since season one, man. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I like the actor playing Bosch, and I like the actor playing his uh, partner. Yeah, Jay Edgar. Jay Edgar. He was straight out of the wire. Was he? Yep. He was the second drug dealer. Oh, that's fucking right. Holy shit. I didn't know yeah. that. Right. <laughs> You didn't notice that? I didn't notice that. No, but I didn't. I watched The Wire a while ago. Um, yeah, the scar on his face. Yeah, no, now that you mention it. Yeah, and they have a couple of the same people from The Wire. Some, a couple cops. Yeah. Well, you get typecast as a cop, you know? <laughs> There's like a million actors in Hollywood who are fucking detective number four. Uh, that's true. But whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. Hey, you, you get to fucking work. Yeah. Why not? I'd fucking take it. Oh, where was it? Okay, so I was going to do a Prince open, but he's dead for a year. Oh. <laughs> the, um... That is true. What the fuck? Where did I write this down at? Okay, what's going to be my food prep for Endgame? Okay, I'm going to just bring in my water. I'm going to eat a cheeseburger and bring in ice cream and cookies, I think. I'm going to bring in uh, 200 milligrams of edibles. <laughs> going light. Uh, <laughs> no, it'll be like, you know, 150 for each hour and a half. So 200 milligrams of edibles and like I'll do like half a cookie. You know, 200 milligrams of Tiva with half a cookie. Mm-hmm. Or a quarter of a cookie. Plus, I have um, some tarantula. Uh, what were they? Like some fucking tarantula pre-rolls. So those are sativas. There's like one gram pre-rolls. I smoke one of those in the parking lot. Mm, yeah, okay. So, and... I don't know what else. Uh, I think that's it. Cheeseburger. Now you can bring all your cheeseburgers and stuff in the theater. Before oh, dude, the seats are going to be covered in ketchup and grease. Well, no, you have a table. No. Well, that's at smart. The, at the Icon with uh, 21 and over. They give you a table and they give you a box to put it if you're going to eat, you know, to go. Right. <clears throat> they give you like a box to eat it in. Whatever. But uh, yeah, that's going to be my uh, food for <laughs> the, uh, the Icon. That's where I'm going first. The Icon. Then I'm hitting Prime on Saturday. Then I'm going up to San Francisco Sunday at 3 p.m. Hopefully run into the kind of funny guys, like I was saying. Mm -hmm. I know where they're sitting now. <laughs> Em's like, you're stalking them. <laughs> like, first, thing, 
to their podcast and they're talking about going to the movie at 3 p.m. on Friday on Sunday. It is a little stalkery, Chris. And sitting up in a certain <laughs> area, I'm like, oh. But I'm not gonna be like, hey, looking for them. If I run into them, hopefully before the movie, I want to get a picture with them or whatever, and say hi. Right. Because I think they're gonna be with their wives, who are part of their whole crew, and have been on their show and everything. They're called the Kinda Honeys. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, yeah, I think that's their wives. So, they I don't think they'll mind. I think they're used to it. So, they're going on a tour. I forget where they're going. They're going to like a um, fuck. I think Canada. No, I don't know. They they go to meet and greets all over the place. Sure, why not? I mean, so, they've been so they've been journalists in the video game realm for a long time, right? Uh, yeah, they're ex IGN employees. Mm-hmm. That started their own company. Right. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so they had a built-in notoriety already, you know? And uh, I don't it, know if people will har- be harassing them as I see them, or no one will notice who they are. I have no idea. It is San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That's true. And there's so many fucking people there now. No one notices shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. You don't. There's so many people up there, man. When I go up there, I'm like, holy shit. Oh, man. They're just building up on this place. I'm like, what? Like, how do you people afford to live in this city? That's what I think every time I go up there. Seriously. I'm like, how? Yeah, even like 10 years ago, how did you afford it? Because that shit's fucking always ridiculous. Yeah, San Francisco has always been insane. Now it's even just ridiculously insane. How? That's what I think every time. Or you guys must be living in squalor. Yeah. You know, like fucking 15, 15 people 15, in a 20 per house. Like some of the guys that go on Kill Tony, some of the stand up comedians. Mm-hmm. They're all, oh, I'm living in a house of 15 or 30 people. Um, I'm paying $250 rent for a cubicle space. Basically, like, you know, like, a, like a, just a corner of a room with a mattress. It's like fifteen people, two fifty a pop. Yeah, that's insane, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it happened before in the nineties, man. During the first dot com boom, I was looking at apartments with friends, and we were looking for five people in a two bedroom. That's true. Yeah, I did. Well, now now it's even more ridiculous, but <laughs> because it looks like it's here to stay for a while. You know, the uh, the computer industry. <laughs> you think? <laughs> uh, Facebook. They may be Google, around. Twitter. And what's the other one? Facebook, Google, Twitter, um, Amazon. You know, those four. You know, every time I drive by, face, or I drive by Facebook to go to my movies every weekend. And fucking so many tourists out there. I still want to do the idea I had. I'm not going to say it on the air, but it's I still haven't seen it done for with the Facebook sign. I still haven't seen it done. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think I could do it. You could pull it off once and then there would be an arm. Yeah. There would be a guard with a taser that would just There's shoot you. There's a guard you. there anyway. Is there now? Oh, wow. There's a guy as a security guy sitting there. So no one defaces the fucking thing. You know, that's what so no one puts like a middle finger there, you know. 
I think people did. No, no one's defaced it. Mm, I've seen it defaced. Yeah. Has it been defaced? I've seen it defaced. Okay, well, I wouldn't be surprised if it has been. What happened? Like, what was it? A middle finger? Or was it a spray painted, like, Yeah, yeah, and it was just, like, really shitty graffiti. But I've, I used to drive by fucking Facebook's... Uh, headquarters. Uh, headquarters, thank you. Uh, every day uh, to and from work for, like, five years. It's so funny, like, oh, we're in Palo Alto. No, you're in East Palo Alto. <laughs> Dude, you're, like, on the edge of the bay. Like, half your buildings float on water. You're in the marshland. You are not in Menlo Park. Or, I mean, you're not in Palo Alto. Don't lie to your public. You're in the marshland. You know, like, oh, wait, Sun Microsystems is a shitty company now? Let's buy all those fucking businesses. Yeah, well, and, you know, the rumor is that Facebook is going to buy up all of East Palo Alto and turn it into a company town. Uh, oh, well, if you look at East Palo Alto now, it's slowly becoming that way. You know, there's huge buildings where there was, like, you know, nothing yep. before. Um, yeah, there's a shitload of uh, big buildings coming up. Because I can see they just want to make that alleyway from 101 into Palo Alto kill all the blacks in there <laughs> and make it just white zone um right i don't think they'd go quite that far well they they, they want to just get rid of them sure they're gonna offer them tons of money to sell their homes and fucking knock them down uh you know and people will jump at the opportunity and landlords will jump at the opportunity as well right it's fucking ridiculous per square foot in the bay and yeah. if if you've got Facebook coming to you like, yeah, we want to buy your fucking crappy like 1950s built fucking six unit apartment building and we'll give you, you know, 30 million dollars for it. You'd fucking go. Yep. I'll sign. Where is it? They're like, OK, bye. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm fucking going to like Colorado and I am going to fucking buy half the state. Well, like. <coughs> <coughs> A lot of Mexicans are buying, are getting bought out and leaving. You know, mm-hmm. all, all their day laborers are leaving. Yeah, you know, they're buying out the day laborers. And they're gonna have robots mm-hmm. doing all their fucking yard work. There's already a fucking Roomba fucking lawnmower. Is it? See, there we go. Yeah. What's his name? Jose. <laughs> Jose B. Jose and Jose B. The Roomba lawnmowers. How big is the thing? Is it like? Fucking like a riding lawnmower size? No, I'm looking at it right now. Um, what is it? 7,000, 700 bucks? Oh, actually, it's not Roomba. It's other companies, but it's the same goddamn idea. Roomba lawnmower? And they have robotic in-ground fucking swimming pool cleaners. With oh, yeah. The, no, but with the chemicals stored in them. What? Yeah. They're getting rid of, mech- they're getting rid of pool cleaners? Yep. Wait, what are those called? I don't even know what those are called. There's, I need one of those. There's one called a Polaris. It's fucking... Okay, I know the company, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 1200 bucks at Walmart. Oh, fuck that. At yeah. Walmart? Yeah. Okay, oh, here. Uh, Husqvarna fucking... Or Husqvarna. They're, they're a big outdoor tools company. Um, and they've got a fucking auto mower for fucking uh, 1600 bucks. Jesus, no. but like that that pool cleaner wouldn't really work because if there's a shitload of branches in the pool, 
You still have to fucking get a Mexican to clean it. <laughs> well, this thing's got like fucking like four full on wheels, dude. It's like a fucking little ATV. Yeah, I think I've seen that thing. But I'm saying like if there's something bigger than a branch, you know, bigger than like a leaf, you know, because I clean my pool all the time. Like every week now I'm cleaning my fucking pool at my parents' house. And uh, yeah, the, all the fucking huge winds we had, mm-hmm. I just cleaned the pool fucking just, I'm like, what the fuck? That's what I hated about being a pool cleaner. Uh, yeah, so I had to clean it like twice. So I was doing it in sections. There's so many branches. I was filling up the fucking basket. Wow. Candy basket. But your parents have like oak trees above their pool, right? Uh, no, I forget what type of trees they are. They're fucking a pain in the ass. But they're not right above the pool, thank God. They're right next to the park. So all those trees from the park just blow over into the pool. I'm like, ugh. That's not as bad as it could be. I used to clean um, uh, fucking, uh, what's his face? The, the Raiders guy. Jim Plunkett? Yeah, I used to clean his pool. <laughs> yeah, I remember that guy being all over Menlo Park. That was fucking weird. Yeah. I used to clean Jim Plunkett's pool. His pool fucking sucked. Because he had a huge tree that overhung and the branches went into the pool. <laughs> he just never cut the tree back? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what an he's, ass. He's inside there signing footballs and shit. The hell's it going? I'd be like, your pool fucking sucks, bro. Yes, All the branch, oh, like these little tiny leaves would fall and it would just clog up everything in his pool. He's like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, well. So, uh, yeah. It's Jim Plunkett, man. So I used to clean Jim Plunkett's pool. <laughs> That's my claim to fame, guys. And uh, and uh, Willie McCovey's, too. No. Willie McCovey's pool and Jim Plunkett. <clears throat> I'm like, whatever. Roller. He had like, oh, McCovey Cove, like all in his driveway and shit. Oh, my God. gosh. He did, like above his garage. It's like McCovey Cove. And then he had like McCovey's this and McCovey's that, like all in his backyard. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this guy's fucking high on himself. Everything's McCovey. Yeah. All his license plate, McCovey 1 through 5, whatever. Yeah, those guys, and the, I'm trying to think of the other famous pools I clean. And um, uh, Brian De Palma's pool we used to clean. And we used to clean um, uh, the or, guy who owned Oracle. What's his name? Oh, Larry Ellison. <clears throat> yeah, he had a pool designed by Disney that had that inside. had a two jandies on either side because it was such a big pool it had two jandies it couldn't one couldn't cover the pool oh wow he used to let us swim in his pool and eat lunch in his backyard because he wasn't fucking there he's like yeah whatever no one's gonna use it we used it more than he ever did and then there was like a a a rock there was a a cave with a jacuzzi in there or yeah a cave with a jacuzzi and a waterfall that goes down in the jacuzzi oh my gosh it's like the grotto from fucking playboy mansion it was designed by the Disney Imagineers. And the Playboy Jackaneers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was probably the, the same people that designed the Disney Grotto. It wasn't that elaborate as the Grotto. It was just like a little cave you go into. But the pool is huge, man. Huge. Huge. Whatever, what other pool was that? Uh, I think that's it for my pool cleaning days. <laughs> Those are the days, man. You get stoned and just... Uh, just uh, drink hose water. <laughs> eat sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those shitty teenage jobs. Like early 20s and stuff. Uh, 
I don't miss him. Oh, well, dude, I used to fucking, um, I used to put in all the pool equipment. I used to put it in from scratch. So I'd lay all the pipes all around the pools. <laughs> Laying pipe, yeah. Lay pipes. I'd lay pipe all around the pools and then go, uh, then fucking go all the way back into the fucking, where the machines, where the, um, where we had the pad um, drawn for all the fucking, um, what's it called? We used to set up all the pool pumps and heaters and stuff. So I can do that. Pool engineer, guys. Come on, without a degree. <laughs> come on. That was a pain in the ass. Mm. Yeah, I, I've done my fair share of plumbing work. My dad used to do all his fucking own home renovations, and um, I helped him build the giant workshop in his backyard. You know what I'm talking about, but it's yeah. like a... A uh, 30 by 20 fucking shed with like shelving and all types of lighting and plumbing in it and stuff. I helped him build that as a kid. So I've done my fair share of trench work, dude. That shit sucks. Oh, yeah. That's a real fun. No. No, it's not. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was man. pre like those fucking handheld ditch witches that where you can like dig 30 feet of fucking trench in like two minutes. Oh, yeah, I used to have to dig fucking two feet by one foot wide, two feet deep, mm -hmm. 30 foot long. Yeah, with a pick and a fucking shovel, I know. Yep. Yeah, and dig through all the roots and shit oh, just yeah. to fucking lay pipes all the way out. Yeah. That's fun, man. That's it. <laughs> it's like 100 degrees out. Fun, fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember one day it was so hot out, we could only dig for two minutes at a time in the sun. <laughs> Fuck that. So we take turns. Digging the, <laughs> digging the trench. <coughs> so be like, fuck it, and go in the shade and drink water. Boom, go in the shade. It was like 100 and so. It was one of those days where it was so fucking hot. We were up in the hills of Bertola Valley. Mm. Hot as shit. Yeah, fun. Woo! Fun days, guys. Come on, everyone should know the business. The business? The business. No, business. Uh, fucking seminal British fucking street punk, man. What's up with the business? They're still touring. Huh? They're still touring. Well, they only have 52,000 52, hits on their YouTube here. That's how you know you're an indie band, when you have under a million hits. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, they're fucking, like... Or what? Their late seventies, early eighties. That's true, but come on, all that stuff's coming back. So. It is. Yeah. Right. Let's just look on spot. Let's see. The last. Um... Oh no! 
the lead singer died. What? Yeah, we lost a great voice in person. Ricky, uh, rest I pu- rest I peace, rest in Dude. peace, Mickey Fitz. Your music will last forever. Boy, two years ago. Wow. <laughs> rest in peace, Mickey Fitz. Sad day. Uh, we should play the death whistle. Here we go. Mickey Fitz. Seriously, that's sad news, man. I had no idea he died. Oh, okay, so what's another song of his? Let's see. Uh, H-Bomb. In the Cold? H-Bomb? Okay, hold on. H. Uh, nope. All I have is uh. Oh, this is the Rebel Cats. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you. Can... That's not the business at all. <laughs> Hold on, that sounded pretty good though. <laughs> I mean, it was good. It definitely in my wheelhouse. I, I'm gonna save it. Bluegrass <laughs> kind of thing. These are called the Rebel Cats. Rebel Cats. It's a Mexican rockabilly. Well. <laughs> okay, what's another song? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to start death whistling, and then I looked at it like, well, not. This is the Rebel Cats, but they're more popular. They have 66,000 hits. Okay, so what was it here? Hold on. Turn down the fucking Rebel Cats for a second. I did. They're down. Yeah. So let me get to the discography here. I put an H bomb. Yeah, that should come up. It didn't. Maybe they've got everything like really fucking locked in. <clears throat> I don't know. No. Yeah, it's just Rebel Cats. Dude. What the? F- okay, the business here is real enemy. That'll work. Okay. I'm puzzled. I can't find them on fucking Spotify now, and I know I had them on my fucking playlist. It's a conspiracy, guys. Must be. There we go. The business. Let me see what these guys say. Rest in peace, Mickey. Never forget this song, ever. 
Rest in peace, Mickey. Farewell, Mickey. Goodbye, mate. Cheers. Fight the power. Brazilian skinheads. Oi! Saw them and they were and still are brilliant. Oi, oi, oi! These are quotes. I'm not like... Oi! Bollocks, 80 skins out to fight. Yeah, they weren't quite a skinhead band, but they were definitely an oi band. Well, a lot of fucking skinheads like these guys. <laughs> That's true. But these guys got into fights with the guys who Well, if they were like, uh, yeah, if they were trad skinheads, man. Okay, let's see. Um, saw them a year ago. Rest in peace, Mickey. Legendary music. Um, hold the heart, rash world. will love you. Uh, oh, that's about it. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Lots of oi's, yeah. Man. Here we go. Bye-bye, Mickey. Mm, yeah, that's sad news, man. <clears throat> okay, try Smash the Disco. Smash One more song. That's what I had, but it was Mexican. Okay, hold on. Here we go. It was a Mexican rockabilly cover of yeah. a British band. <laughs> that's just getting silly, Chris. Okay, hold on. Smash the, the Disco. S-C-O. Disco. Here we go, the business. Smash the disco. Six years ago. Hell yes. Surf disco. I think I see he doesn't like discos. Nope. <laughs> he had a problem with Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> he didn't like discos?
<laughs> well, goodbye, Mickey Fitz. We're two years late, but <laughs> go check out the business, folks. They're a good British. Company. Oh, man. Mickey Fitz. Okay. That's too bad. That's a... <laughs> I'm man. sad now, Chris. Sorry. You need a hug. Sorry about that. Sorry, Mickey Fitz. What did he die of? What did show. he die of? Did he have the fits? Mwah, mwah, mwah. Come on. You can do better than that. <laughs> what? Did he get the fits? Uh, uh, May very well have. No, it was probably like fucking so many of those British <clears throat> punk rockers from the 50s, just straight up heart attacks, man. Oh, yeah. They're doing so many hard drugs. Yeah, too much coke and tons of booze and cigarettes all the time. You know, like your your arteries are fucking made of copper by then. You know. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> copper. Yeah, you've like transmuted your blood vessels into steel. Is what I'm saying. They're fucking hard as shit. Wait, was copper the name of the dog in Fox and the Hound? Or no, that was the fox. Oh fuck no! Fox I don't was know. the name. Copper was the name of the fox. Right, and Fox and the Hound. He's like, I'm... Yeah, because he's like, no, no, the dog. He's like, I'm Copper. I'm a hound dog. Remember? Dude, I haven't seen the Fox and the Hound. <laughs> my, my oldest kid was probably uh, eight. I'm a hound dog. Okay, here we go, guys. The first movie. I'm going to sing you a little tune here. Guys, you know what movie this is? La Llorona. A little pretty one. A pretty one. You're a fucking ugly bitch. La Llorona. Ooh, you're such a stupid bitch. Your ugly face. Ooh, you got some yellowing eyes. Llorona. Ooh, your ugly face. Gonna go. And you're gonna take some kids into the trunk. And drown them next to a river. Oh, you're such a scary bitch, a scary bitch. Oh, you're such a scary fucking bitch, Yorona. Yes, you like to take my kids, you take my kids. And you like to drown them in the river, Yorona. Oh, you take my kids, and you like to scare them. And you run into the house, and you break everything you see. La, 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 woo! La, 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 Yorona. La Llorona Yeah, guys, La Llorona You know what's up The Mexican lady who steals your baby And sends him to the river Where they'll never come back Because she's missing her own kids that she drowned That's right We know who this is It's La Llorona the Mexican myth of the lady drowner or the lady by the river. Right? Was that what she called? I think that's kind of the literal translation of La Llorona. But I don't know. Yes, that's the myth. I know. La Llorona. To drown all my kids in your time, Llorona. Because you like to drown all the little 
little kids in the river and they like to go die, 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 woo! La 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 la, Yorona. Die, 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 woo! La 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 la, Yorona. La la la, Yorona. La 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 la, Yorona. La 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 la, Yorona. Okay, La Llorona. I think I'm gonna do some stupid guitar shit, but... Um... Yeah, that's what... Every time I saw this fucking title screen, that's all I thought of was my Sharona. Because <laughs> I'd lean over to my daughter, I'd be like, what is this? My Sharona? It's like, watch out, it's my Sharona. They should make a horror movie about my Sharona. They'd probably do better. Turns out to be a raving bitch and just... Like, axe murders people. So, okay, so ignoring yeah, the, the eerie warning, blah, 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 a troubled mother suspected of child endangerment, a social worker, and her own small kids are soon drawn into the frightening supernatural realm of La Llorona. Uh, disillusioned priest. Okay, this is part of the Conjuring universe. Okay, this is the lowest... Uh, grossing movie. This is the lowest grossing Easter weekend in 17 years. If that says anything about how bad these movies are. But let's get into the soundtrack. Or the score of La Llorona. Oh, hello. I am La Llorona. I like to drown my kids by the river where they can't breathe. I take them and I choke their little fucking face up. I hate my kids. And then I drown them in the river because I hate them. And then I felt bad that I drowned my kids in the river and I wanted them back. So I take other kids from their parents and drown them in the river so I can feel bad about that. It makes no sense. <laughs> She's doing. So, La Llorona. Where you gonna? I saw this movie twice. Okay? Saw opening night, and I saw it uh, Saturday and, um, in, not Prime, but, uh, yeah, in Prime. I saw it Saturday in Prime, which adds a lot to the movie, you know, the sound and everything. So, this movie starring Linda Cardellini, uh, Raymond Cruz, Patricia Vasquez, <clears throat> uh oh, watch out, it's getting scary, I guess. Uh, Mar Marcelio Ramirez, Raymond Castu as Chris. She keeps saying my name in the movie, uh, Linda Cardellini. I'm like, hello. It's like, Chris, where are you, Chris? I'm right here. I'm right here. Chris, I can't hello. find you. Yeah. Uh, she's from Redwood City. That's the only reason why. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. She's local. Like, local as in my friends know her. Oh, wow. Like, she, uh, she was born in 75. So she's uh, one year older than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Born in 75. Local girl. Made it big. So she's, this is her first, like, starring horror movie, I guess. So, yeah. So Linda Cardellini... Raymond Cruz. Um, 
Patricia, Patricia Vasquez. Uh, it's funny because in interviews, you'll hear Linda Cardellini. She'll say she's from the Bay Area, but won't say exactly where. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I know who that is. <coughs> yeah, she was Velma in Scooby-Doo. Yeah. They do a Scooby-Doo reference in the movie. Because oh, really? the movie's set in 1973. So does like, the mystery van drive by? No, no. This? It's set in 73. The kid's watching Scooby-Doo on the TV. And like she happens to trying to get her kid's attention, like hello, and over the kid, uh, over her shoulder, Velma pops up on the screen. Like her and Velma are in the same shot. I'm like, come on, that's. But a lot of people didn't catch it. You know? Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have. Yeah, I caught it because I'm like, oh shit, Scooby Doo, that must be an homage to her. So I was looking for like a connection if they would do anything, and mm-hmm. they did. Mm. You know, and this is like this is like. In like the internet world, this would be Velma after the um, after the Scooby Doo kids, <laughs> right? <clears throat> like the internet would make a fanfic of this. It would Do be it. Um, it would be uh, it would be uh, uh, yeah it would be this is Velma right? Was that her? No, she was Daphne. No, Daphne was the the blonde, the redhead. Right, and Daphne was uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, so Velma, so this is is Velma all growing up um, outside of the Scooby-Doo gang. Yeah. If you want to put it that way. She's an attractive lady, that's for damn sure. Yeah. She was also apparently fucking uh, Hawkeye's wife in fucking Age of Ultron when they stopped by the farm. Yeah, 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 She's she's part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. That's another thing, dude. Local girl, part of the Marvel Universe, what? Come on. Uh, let's see. Who else is there? Uh, this is her first, I think this is her first starring role in a movie that I've seen. She was in Green Book. She was the wife in Green Book. You know? I haven't seen Green Book. Oh, that's a good movie. I know. It's good, you know, despite all the inconsistencies, but overall, it's a mo- as a movie, it's good. You know? But yeah, so, she's in Green Book. I say, let's see. Gore, No. Sexual nudity, no. Uh, mild gore, no, there isn't. Let's see, what's the mild gore? A woman drowns her own child. <laughs> well, that's pretty dark. Yeah, and like the opening, the cold opening of the movie is her drowning her kid, her kid, her other kid walking up on the mom drowning the kid. You know, and the kid's like ah, splashing in the water, and the mom's like ah, you know, you fucking little shit. Told you not to fucking eat the Fritos. And then the other kid walks up on the mom. He's like, Mom, no, no. And he's running. And then you, all you see is the arm grab the kid. It's like, la llorona. I'm like, oh, no. This type of movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just looking at the trailer that's paused on Imdaba, the creepy fingers are a big trope now, aren't they? Oh, yeah, creepy fing- creepy fingers. Yeah, because they can't show violence or nudity anymore. They show his creepy fingers. It's really annoying. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let's see what else happens in La Llorona. Uh That's about it. You know, nothing much. It's typical. Uh, there's a lot of jump scares. It's part of the Conjuring universe. So the mm. priest uh, is the one who dealt with the Annabelle doll. So he's in this. Mm. So that's the connection if you guys want to, you know. I'm, I'm watching all these Conjuring Universe movies. I've seen every one of them. I've seen The Nun. 
seen The Conjuring 1, Conjuring 2, which are okay. Everyone's like, oh, The Conjuring 1 and 2 are great. No. They're okay. They're not great movies. Uh, the Conjuring 1 and 2, Annabelle, uh, Annabelle Creation, uh, The Nun, La Llorona, and now they're going to do an Annabelle, another one, Annabelle. So that's like their seventh movie they're putting out. <clears throat> they're just mil- they're going to have like 22 movies like the Marvel franchise pretty soon, and then they're going to have a huge battle. Right. <laughs> At the, the end. going to come in and kick everyone's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going to have the Crooked Man... Like, this new one, the Annabelle creation one, mm-hmm. is unleashing all of it now. Like, the, the Warrens, who actually, Elizabeth Warren, this is actually based on real um, uh, ghost hunters. They've been around since the 70s. Yeah, she just died, right? Yeah, she just died at 92. Now she's a ghost. Right. Well, maybe she'll show up in the movies. I'm sure she's about, I'm Elizabeth Warren. I was right all along. I told you there was paranormal activity. That's a different oh. universe, ma'am. What? But she'd be like, hello, I'm an old ghost. <laughs> right? Because you die at your age, right? It's not like Jedi's. Right. Hello. Yeah, you go back to your best self. <laughs> yeah, you, no way. I am Elizabeth Warren. You wouldn't be able to walk and shit as a ghost. You're all crippled and shit. <laughs> <Like those two laughs> <chairs>. <laughs> that would suck, man. Uh, if you come back as a ghost, but you're just as crippled as you were as a real person. Like, God damn it. That would, yeah. That would not be good. Uh, so what else happened? That's about it. It's a typical horror movie. Jump scares left and right. Uh, there's some good jump scares in there, you know, for an amateur horror fan. For me, I'm like, eh. Okay. You can see them coming like five minutes before they show oh, up. Oh, yeah. That tr- window right there. They try to do some original shit with it. Um, let's see. 41 on Metacritic score. Metacritic. <laughs> uh, let's see. One. Should be called La Gritonia? Gritona? G-R-I-T-O. What is that? You're in the reviews on IMDb? Yeah. Give me a sec. You keep reading? Like like the third one down. This movie have been named the La Griona or nagging yelling woman falling asleep during the movie. Yeah, see, I don't know. This movie is enough to make you have a nightmare. Good directing, make horror tension, collaborating, perfect. Bravo. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it would just be Gritona, uh, which apparently is like a woman who just nags you all the time. Oh, okay. They call it the wife. Zing! Yeah, might... <laughs> Zing! That would be Esposa, but... Uh, La Gritona, Esposa, the nagging wife. Like that lady you never want to walk by her house because she's always going to be mad at you. Okay, this guy is 10 out of 10. I may not have grown up with the legend, but I grew up with a healthy respect for superstitions and the things that cannot be explained. In a number of Latino communities... I thought I said latex, but it was the Latinx. So this is like the first Latino horror movie. That's why all the Mexicans love it. Like it's, It went to number one because of the Mexican community. Mm. 
Because it's a Mexican horror movie, right? And it's a it's like a Mexican mi- uh, uh, yeah, myth, Mexican folklore, yeah, yeah, Mexican folklore, and it's the first one that's been in a theater in a long time or ever. Yeah, I can't think of another. I mean, they've done like Chupacabra, but that's I think more <clears throat> South American or fucking Puerto Rican, but not like a major movie. film like this. No, you're probably right. I'm trying to think of one. There hasn't been one. Chupacabra, the bloodsucker. The goat sucker. Oh, the goat sucker. Yeah. Mexicans, uh, last, only Mexicans we saw were um, in Indiana Jones. Give me the idol and I'll throw you the whip. <laughs> right? Give me the idol and I'll throw you the whip. Remember that? Those are the only Mexicans we saw in the theater. Mm. Right? Oh, right. Albert Molina? Yeah. He was playing a Mexican in brownface. <laughs> Give me the idol. <laughs> Isn't he Mexican? And I'll throw you the weep. <clears throat> I don't know. But yeah, right? Give me the idol. Those are the only Mexicans that we saw. Yeah, so the curse of La Llorona, what do I rate this fucking thing? Shit happens, you know, some kids get drowned. Whatever. Uh, no, not Destroyer. God, that movie sucked. Okay, uh, two out of five ear holes, two to five eye holes. Two to five drowned Mexican kids. Mm-hmm. For La Girona. All right, got anything before I rate my next thing? I do. <clears throat> um, well, this is exciting to me. I don't know how you'll feel about it because you saw the Dark Tower movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, HBO is doing a uh, dark. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Amazon is doing a Dark Tower trilogy or series um, separate from the movies, I guess. Yeah, because the movie is like the movie doesn't exist anymore. They're like, eh, that doesn't exist. It it was bad, right? Um, (laughs) So the the good news is that uh, they have cast uh, Roland Deschain or Deschain, the fucking uh, cowboy. You know, yeah, uh, and it is Braun from Game of Thrones, Jerome Flynn. Jerome, oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, Braun, yeah. a mercenary who fights with Tyrion in like the first couple seasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I think that's good casting. I do. I can see it. I can see him because Braun is kind of a similar character. In a way, independent and fucking, you know, he can take care of himself, whatever situation he finds himself in. And that's kind of rolling. Um, so I see that translating well. And I, I've seen enough Game of Thrones to know I like the way they depicted Braun. They really did a good job. Um, so seeing this guy come up as, as <clears throat> Roland is going to be cool. And they've also cast um, the man in black, the wizard that fucking... Um, uh, is being chased oh. by Roland. Who's the and wizard? The wizard, the man in black, is Jasper. I can't even deal with this guy's last name. Jasper Pakonen. He's fucking Finnish. Oh, great. He was in Black Klansman, uh, and then nothing else I recognize. Black. He was probably one of the. Uh, rednecks. Okay. Well, let me see. Where, where's his Black Klansman? Oh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's probably one of the m- numerous white guys in the background. 
He was fucking white hood number four. Yeah. Wow. Big big step up. <laughs> yeah. From white so hood anyway, number four. Play the main bad guy in fucking the Dark Tower oh. for Amazon, which is cool. What was your last role, son? Uh, white hood number four and Black Klansman. Oh, okay. The fourth one from the right. Yep. That was me standing there. Yep. Watching that cross burn. You're hired. <laughs> well, the way you stood there, you're hired for the fucking uh, for our series. That might be bad. I don't know. I don't know. Either, May, but hopefully, I'm they ex- saw something else he did. I'm excited to see what Amazon can do with fucking this particular property. Well, because they've done some really good adaptions from novels before. Well, the boys is going to be the next one that looks amazing. From is Amazon that in, on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a comic. Uh yeah, they they just showed the trailer for that like last week. That looks awesome. That looks fun. According to uh, everyone, I was just talking to Josh about it. He told me like the skinny on who the boys are. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole backstory to them and all. Yeah, I know they're all I know all their backstory now and why they were created and how and why the superheroes are dicks. Mhm. Yeah, it does all that. It's funny. <clears throat> It's a funny trailer, man. The boys trailer. You guys should check it out if you like that stuff. Uh, what else did they just put on Amazon? Oh, Bosch. Let's do Bosch season five real quick. Okay. I want to look up the title. I love the title song. Mm-hmm. And here we go. Bam. Bosch title sequence is amazing, too. I always trip out on it. Oh, yeah. The way they do the, the camera shot of the merging of two mirror images. Uh-huh. Still, the best house in L.A., guys, for oh, a cop. Dude, the best cop house in L.A. Dude, the best house, period, man. <laughs> that view is fucking bitching. Yeah. He has a Imagine killer view. sitting out there smoking a big fat joint every evening watching the sun go down. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So, for those of you who haven't seen Bosch, this guy has the most ridiculous house up in the mountains above L.A. I know, just amazing. He made the money off of a book he sold for a movie. They established that like the first season. That's how he has the house. Yeah, right, because a detective isn't going to be able to afford that home. But, um, yeah, he fucking, like the entire uh, west-facing wall of the house is glass. And the house points west. Points towards downtown L.A. Yeah, looking towards downtown L.A. and out to the Pacific. Yeah. And he's got a fucking deck that's just, uh, yeah. I'd love to drink a beer on that deck and fucking smoke a joint. Yeah, they show the house a lot in season five. They show it from multiple angles outside because they know everyone loves that house. <laughs> they, show it, like, they show the front view of the house this time. They show it like from underneath. <laughs> There's a couple of sequences that go down inside the house this season. You know, they're, they, they're showing a lot of it now. They do in season four, too. There's but, a, a yeah. few scenes where Bosch is walking in from the street, and it shows how you walk down a flight of stairs into the like the front yard, basically. But it's yeah. really the door to the house. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, oh, man, that house is fucking gorgeous. And Yeah, they show the house in the daytime from the outside, exactly how many stilts are on it and stuff. Let me ask you, is that the same house that fucking uh, Mel Gibson pulled down in Lethal Weapon 1? No, it's that one in Lethal Weapon 1 was huge. Okay. That one was massive. 
Yeah, I was curious because yeah, it kind of is... looked the same, and I haven't seen Lethal Weapon one in days. Yeah, Boxer's house isn't huge. When you see it from the outside on the angles they show it in this season, it's not big. The biggest part is that glass front. Yeah, and you know, the, the rest. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. The rest of it goes back pretty far. Then he has like some underground part towards the hill that you see more of. You see like underneath his house in season five. So there, he has like an under part in the season five, which is cool. But yeah. Uh, season five is more of just him doing his Bosch thing. People are trying to bring up old cases against him while he's still trying to solve the case. His mom is, um, like he's still trying to solve, he solved his mom's case, but now I tell me that yet. What do you mean? I'm watching that bit. What do you mean? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Whatever. Spoiler free. (laughs) Sorry. (coughs) Sorry. I didn't tell you how or what. (laughs) It was inevitable that they would wrap that bit up. Yeah. But I'm saying in a... I think they're going to wrap up the whole thing with the wife's case and the triads. Mm. Figuring out who killed his wife in season four, yeah. Yep. Because they're like... Yeah. I I think they're going to build that up towards the last season. Which makes sense. You know, right? I think they're slowly building that up to give to see what happens later. It's fun, man. It's a cool movie. It's a cool show. But yeah, so much happens in between. A lot of violence in mm-hmm. this one. Uh, I'm trying. To a lot of violence in all of them, though. Yeah, this one's actually pretty gory. No, oh, really? Yeah. Gory. Hmm. Yeah, pretty gory. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. It is. It's gory. I think it's the goriest one. Hmm. As far as like, uh, yeah, as far as like LA, they, they get like into the gritty LA homicide. Like, this is homicides. This ain't no fucking around, man. <laughs> um, so I give it a four to five eye holes, or five out of five eye holes for that porch. Four to five <laughs> ear holes. And Just yeah. And uh, four to five eye gouges. Who? For Bosch, season five. Nice. I will be there quickly because I'm burning through season four and I want to get catch up. Yeah, it just came out. I watched it in like two days. Yeah, it goes quick. It's, yeah, I'm just like, fuck. I, then I look at the clock and it's like, oh shit, I should have gone to bed like an hour and a half ago. Well, I'll watch it in like three to four hour chunks. I'll watch, because they're not all an hour. I'll watch three episodes, three episodes, or four, you know, or I'll just watch like three, three, and then the last four. You know, all at one sitting. Or sometimes I'll leave the last one for like a day or two. Let it marinate. Yeah, because I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it's so good. I can't yeah. let go. I got a feeling that I can't let go. <laughs> hey Right? Yeah. Okay, this isn't the theme. This is just the song. Yeah. Here we go. Person just- of interest? No. That show sucked. Here we go. My version of the Bosch intro. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it's like a techno version. Where's this? God damn it. <coughs> oh, shit. Okay, he just makes it all in the daytime. That's all he did with it. Okay, so, um. Yeah, Bosch, guys, check it out. It's funny. It's hilarious. Okay, you want me to rate my last movie here I got? 
Go for it. Yeah. Uh, M's home. Here we go. Highlight. I always thought, like, remember when I said uh, the weirdest movie I saw this year was, um, what? Oh. That one with the two, like, mountain people. Oh, I was going to say the one with all the dancing and the fucking school. No, that one was up there. Yeah, that one was, like, right there. And then, God, I forget all the movies I've seen. But then we see this one right here. High Life. High Life, starring your buddy, Robert Pattinson. Okay, let's look this up here. High Life. H-I. Okay, this is a real indie movie. It was playing in one theater. Okay, a father and his daughter struggle to survive in deep space where they live in isolation takes place beyond the solar system in a future that seems like the present about a group of criminals who accept a mission in space to become the subject of a human reproductive experiment they find they they find themselves in the most unimaginable situations after a storm of cosmic rays hit their ship uh okay let's see uh they're members of the crew. Okay, they're death row inmates, guinea pigs sent on a mission now only. Okay, yeah. So, <clears throat> that's the premise, right? Starring Robert Pattinson, Julie Binoche, Andre 3000. Oh, really? Mia Goth. Um, oh, she was in Suspiria. Uh, speaking of which. Uh, let's see. Claire Tran, Gloria, uh, Blaga, Gloria. Okay, so. <clears throat> all people. What? Gablagable? Gablagable. All people talk about is the this scene. I'll get to the scene right now. Here we go. The fuck box. The fuck box. Okay. Okay, that's what it's you called in the movie. Genius. It's a very graphic sex scene involving a girl and a rocking horse dildo. Um, and this music playing, and she's going to full orgasm. It's Julie Binoche. Um, yeah, Julie Binoche. God damn, where'd she go? She's been in, a, like, you know, she was in Ghost in the Shell. She's been around. The name's familiar. So this is her just writhing, holding onto straps, just fucking herself. She puts on a condom on this fucking metal dildo and just starts going to town on herself. You know, this is just the camera panning around her body while she's coming to full orgasm. The fuck box. And like, you're just sitting here watching this going, what? I'm like, what? (laughs) It's like... While this music is playing, you're like, huh, I'm like, okay. Let's watch Julie Binoche get it on. Like, during the whole, like, this is the whole scene. Like, can't, hers is like, she's just fucking, and fucking, and fucking, fuck boxing, she's fuck boxing, fuck boxing, fuck boxing, fuck boxing. 
You know, you're just sitting there, all right, how long is this scene going on for? She's just like, still going. Still. They used a real fucking uh, rocking horse dildo and she fucking really got off and was having a good time. Oh, I swear to God, I think she did. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even playing, dude. I think she did. She's just fuck boxing, fuck boxing, fuck boxing. So yeah, she's just in the fuck box, and that's what it's called in the movie. Um, there's tubes of like there's tubes of uh, her ejaculate coming out of the fuck box, right? Because she's fucking on top of this thing that collects all of her fluids, and then it's like coming out of the side of the fuck box, dripping on the side of the floor, like the tubes are fucking uh are leaking. Mm. Right on the side of the fuck box. So, do they have a jizz Roomba that comes up and sucks up? No, the I have no idea. I think the whole room is like gets fucking sterilized after each person uses it. You'd hope. <laughs> this is how like like um like this like all the guys go in there and they use the fuck box. The women go in there and use the fuck box. This is how they get the semen or in the ejaculate, right? And mix it or whatever the fuck they're doing. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. But okay. I don't know. They're in the middle of space. Okay, this is the premise. Middle of space, suicide mission, sent out just the middle of nowhere to do reproductive fucking in the middle of space, okay? Yeah, I'd probably want to fucking nut as many times as I could if that was the the case, too. That's this whole movie. But they're in (laughs) a fuck box. But then at one point, you know, somebody fucks somebody else. Somebody has a real baby, right? There have been babies, but they've all died. And then somebody has a real baby. And that's where you open up with this movie with um, uh, Robert Pattinson de- dealing with the baby. You know, he's like, hey, how's it going? And, like, there's a real cool scenes with the baby, you know, like scratching out the fuck box. You know, it's that's why it's such a weird movie. It's like these real intimate scenes with a little baby and him in the middle of space. And it's just him and the baby. Mm-hmm. And he's teaching the baby how to walk. You know, and he's teaching you how to talk and stuff, right? And like the opening movie, the one of the best opening shots of a film this year is him. Um, this is open. He's ejecting all the dead bodies because so it's like a time jump thing. He's ejecting mm. all the dead prisoners. We don't know how they died, but it slowly shows you how he's throwing them all out of the. Um, and in space here, you start falling. You don't just float. So everything in space in this movie. Anyways, just floats down very slowly. It's really strange. I don't. I don't get it. <clears throat> just for a cool look, I think. Probably, yeah. Nifty camera shot. Yeah. So, like the opening shot says, "High Life" with all the bodies floating through space. Yeah, it's really cool looking. I'm like, hmm. ooh, are they gonna do the title sequence here? I was like, oh yeah. It's a high life with the bodies floating. Oh, here it is. High Life main title. So he's like, he's taking all these bodies are in cryogenesis, right? So he, I think they could be saved. This is far enough. I don't know where they could be saved. So everyone on the ship is dead. You find out slowly why they all died. So it's him and only the baby that are left alive on the ship, right? So he's just raising this baby and they're using the human bodies as fertilizer for the garden in the ship. So it opens up with uh, like a boot and then there's like a bunch of plants and stuff growing. I'm like, oh shit, Hmm. human fertilizer. Well, I just actually read in Washington and this is a quick aside in Washington state, they're going to allow, or they're talking about allowing 
people to compost their bodies after death. So you'd be planted and then, or you'd be put in the ground and then a fucking tree would be planted on top of you or fucking, you know, you'd be basically mulched and turned into fertilizer. So yeah, so that's cool. So all these people are going towards a black hole, right? And the black hole in this movie looks exactly like the one that we just saw in real life. Which is weird because this movie was made way before that was even shown. It looks exactly as the fucking the big yellow tint with the line almost going through it. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I was tripping on that. I'm like, how the fuck? Maybe that was a quick edit in after uh, that news broke. No, this movie's been out since last year. Oh, it has. Okay. Yeah, it's been I, like I, in festivals and everything else. This is like it's slowly rolling out now. I see. This is art house kind of deal. Yes, very much so. And like that's people are tripping on that. Maybe that chick just stole that scene. He's like, look it. <laughs> yeah, this is what I found. Like, oh, okay, I see what happens here. Uh, yeah. So the movie itself, check it out if you're into indie art house sci-fi. What do they label this as? Adventure drama horror mystery sci-fi. If you're into any of that, which I am. I'm into I'm into adventure. I'm into drama. I like horror movies. I like mystery movies and sci-fi movies. It's all rolled into one, guys. There's not a movie genre you don't like, Chris. So how could I? I don't like musicals that much. I don't like westerns that much. Uh, I don't know. You like Bone Tomahawk a lot. That's a horror western, though. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Still a western. Uh, If the movie's good, I will watch it, but. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, because it's a certain genre. I don't think I'll watch But yeah, adventure, horror, drama. There's no comedy in this movie. I guess not. But there are fuck boxes, guys. Fuck <laughs> that, boxes. You know, that's a good substitute for comedy. <clears throat> really is. Fuck like boxes? minute fuck box scene. Well, you're just like, what? No one walked out. Oh, also, there's one guy walked into the theater touch the wall on the other side. This is before it started. Touches the wall on the other side, then walks and sits down. I'm like, uh-huh. that's, I'm like that's an OCD thing. Let's see. Uh, yeah, best title sequence so far. Human fertilizer. I give it four to five eye holes, four to five ear holes, and three to five fuck boxes. Or space gasms. Or, um, yeah. For... Let's listen to that fuck box song again. Here we go. Before we take a break, let's listen to fuck box. You like that? <laughs> Dude, when you see it, it like, I didn't know anything about it. Apparently, that's all anyone was talking about out of the festivals for this thing. So I, I don't pay any attention to really any of these movies. I just go, oh, that looks cool. I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. So it threw me for surprise. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> fuck boxing, <The> fuck. <laughs> and this and it's called the fuck box. That's the name of this track. Also, is the fuck box. Oh, they have another track called Insemination. Mm. Uh, let's see the yellow light. Oh, here we go. Black hole expert and the another one that fades to white climax and this both faded to white two movies i've seen this year that have faded to white not black 
<gasps> well, in a very cool way. Like it ends it to where you're like still in the middle of the movie, but it like sort of like drifts out and you're like, oh shit, the movie's over. <laughs> it's weird. You know, it doesn't fade to black. It just almost like, like almost like a dream. Like you're sort of waking up from it. It's weird. One of the trippiest like out outs I've seen for a movie. Because it's like, huh? And you're just sitting there like, huh? Listening to the music, this music here. And you're like, sort of like, huh? Okay, I guess that was a movie. That was weird. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, dude. He's an up-and-comer watch. He's going to be getting an Academy Award in the next five years. I guarantee you. Don't, fuck all the Twilight shit you've seen him in. That's mm-hmm. He's way beyond that, dude. He's great in this movie. As He's acting with a baby. Okay. That's all he's acting with mostly in the movie. Mm. Well, that's cool. All the movies I've seen him in outside of Twilight have been great. You know, I haven't seen a bad movie he's been in outside of Twilight. The Rover was great. This was good. Um, uh, uh, that other movie. Fuck, what was that movie? Uh, hot, uh, hard Times. That was great. I haven't watched any of them. Um, <laughs> was it Hard Times? I think so, yeah. Yeah, really good shit, man. And he's coming out in that fucking uh, Nolan movie, so Nolan sees something in him. Yeah, there you go. It's all right, so, yeah. Well, good morning, Tano. I'm in jail. Don't need you. That's a rival. You still there? These guys are swearing way too much for me. There is a parental advisory. Oh, okay, good. Good. Because that's it. That's it. What? I'd like to see uh, uh, the, the clean-cut version of these guys. They don't sing about drinking. Uh-oh. Did you drop yeah. out again? I'm getting the fucking are periscope st- of doom. Are you still there? Uh, is he still there, guys? Are you still there? Are you still there? <laughs> are you there now, still? Uh-oh, maybe he's not, guys. <sighs> oh, well. All right, well, Skype is shitting the bed, guys. So he's going to call back in a second. Call back. Okay, so. Oh, I don't know who that was. Here we go. Okay, so. You know what it is? Was it the screen sharing that's messing it up? It might be. How would that mess up? I've done it with everyone else. All right, here we go. Hobbs and Shaw trailer. Oh, well, I've seen the trailer, so I don't need to watch it again. What's wrong with you? Did you watch it? Did you like it? What do you think? Can I get you in the theater? You got a lot of bad guys behind that door? Looks like it has almost nothing to do with Fast and Furious. They're both in Fast and Furious. (laughs) 
I know. But where's this future super soldier motherfucker coming from? That's what makes it great. Access denied. Access denied. Access denied. Classic. And to control. Classic. Your sister took something from me. I have a lot of doors to break with my. I'm the Black Superman. We could wipe out half the population. Black Superman. That's the line of the movie. That's all anyone says. Right? It's gonna be ridiculously hilarious. But see, they're giving him superpowers. When it's the fate of the world. So that way, he, dude, the rock just clotheslined a guy off a motorcycle into a wall. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's he on? You know? Well, HGH and... Well, yeah, I know that. <laughs> he's on a bunch of different things. Creatinine. But yeah, but see, he's, um... Yeah, I'll be there. Opening night. <laughs> laughing my ass off what yeah it looks it looks i said it as with most movies um, but it it does look like stupid entertaining and dude it looks amazing I mean, i've seen a few fast and the furious like the stunt choreography and the fucking effects and some of the things they come up with for people to do are pretty cool um, i just have never gotten invested in the series so i I'm not gonna watch all 14 of them. Yeah. This is disconnected enough, I can jump into it. And I like Jason Statham, and I like The Rock in action movies. They're good. Okay, here we go, here it is, here we go, here's the line. I'm Black Superman. Black Superman. Didn't yeah. they already do that? No. Here we go. I'm Black Superman. Look at me. I'm Black Superman. Look at me. That's what he says. Look at. I was wondering what he was saying before. Look at me. I'm Black Superman. Look at me. I'm Black Superman. Get people sick of that line. I'm Black Superman. Oh, you like that line? Huh? You like that line? You like it? Superman. Take it. Take that line. I'm Black Superman. Take that line. You like that line? You wanna make a shirt out of that? Make a shirt out of that! Watch the movie. You're crazy. What? I'm Black Superman. Now I don't wanna watch the movie. Look at me. I told you. I'm Black Superman. Look at me. I'm Black Superman. Look at me. Right? Come on. I'm Black Superman. You're crazy. I'm Black Damn. Superman. He really is Black Superman. You need to get off the grid. Yeah. Home. Everything's like fucking techno. I'm sorry to bring trouble here, Mama, but I need my brothers. Yeah, so they, they basically go through the whole movie in this trailer. They go set, set, set. Oh, this is where they meet. This is where they meet again. This is where they defend their homeland. Because they're going to use their homeland for something. <laughs> This is where The Rock holds a helicopter back while holding onto a semi-truck. <laughs> he just hooked a helicopter. Tell me this is not happening. Tell me he's not happening. Okay, so right there. 
They just chained together three cars and a helicopter. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it's like, what? And he's holding all of them together. But I mean, the, rock, the, the rock. rock is holding all the chain that's holding yeah. three cars and a helicopter. Well, maybe he's the Hawaiian. What? I said maybe he's the Hawaiian Superman. You don't know. <laughs> oh my god, he's half black. <coughs> he's a Samoan man. <coughs> he's half Samoan. He Hawaiian. He's Samoan. He's Samoan and black. I thought he was Hawaiian, man. No, he's Samoan. He's from Samoa. Yeah, all of yeah. his. Uh, cousins and nephews and everyone. That's why they're doing the Samoan thing in the movie. It's filmed in Hawaii, yes, but they're do- they're doing the Samoa thing in the movie. Oh, the Hakka or whatever? No, that's fucking New Zealand. Whatever. They're they're stealing so much shit. Yeah. Well, Hakka, I want no hawking on my bread, motherfucker. Dwayne the Rock Johnson was born in Hayward, California. How's yeah, he's that? he's local. I know that. Because he's like, what's up, Hayward? Because, uh, um, who is it? The guys from Kind of Funny, they actually got him to do a shout-out for Greg Miller's birthday, I think. Or no, their their festival they had. They had a Kind of Funny festival. Mm-hmm. And they got him to actually send a shout-out, like a video shout-out to the people there. Which is a pretty big deal, man. You get The Rock to actually go, hey, what's up? <laughs> you get The Rock to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So yeah, that's that trailer. Um, I don't know. I yeah, I'm definitely in. It's like, come on. There's no if and buts about it. It looks like it. a good popcorn flick. Oh, dude. I'll be dude, just like all the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, I just again couldn't get invested in them. Hilarious. One when I was fucking sick as shit, and the other I think was just on, and I was too stoned to fucking change the channel. Uh, yes. Okay, let's see. All right, what do you got? Well, I bring up my other thing I'm going to bring up. Uh, did you hear about how a hacker group breached uh, a bunch of different websites that were affiliated with the FBI. Uh, no. So these aren't like government websites. These are um, uh, like associations, right? Like your local police association, but for the FBI. And they apparently broke into these like local chapter websites and stole 4,000 people's, like 4,000 FBI agents, various... uh, like contact information, home addresses, like everything, right? Uh-huh. So now there's 4,000 FBI agents who are fucked. So now it's like a Mission Impossible where the knock list got out. But this is worse because this is already out. There's no Ethan Hunt to stop it from getting out. It's oh, out. well. It's like Ethan Hunt got snapped by Thanos and was never there. Well, what are they going to do now? Uh, fuck, dude. I don't know. That's. <laughs> I mean, imagine being someone tasked with like investigating the mob or fucking the triads or some hacker group that's stealing financial information or, you know, other governments like China's government or whatever. Yeah. And all of a sudden your shit pops up. 
Exactly. Dude, that's a giant target on your back, man. It feels so bad for those people. And it's like, mm, how do you stop it? Well, you can't, man. That's why uh, nothing. everything should go back to paper. <laughs> Fax machines and paper. I have a friend who's working on blockchain in a, in a way that would um, fundamentally change how you store your privacy. Uh-huh. Not your data, your privacy. Yeah. So your data is out there, but you have complete control over it. And it's only through your blockchain and you allowing a website or a company access to particular bits of your information. Yeah. Like maybe they want to know you have brown eyes. Okay. You let them know that, but nothing else about you. Nothing. They can't connect it to anywhere else. So there is that tech, that kind of work being done. Uh, we will see what happens with it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's going to, yeah, uh, internet privacy is going to be the next war frontier. It really is. I mean, <laughs> look at these 4,000 FBI agents. They're fucked. Yeah. That, All personal shit is out there. Yeah, this is going to be the next war is internet privacy. Yeah. The, uh, Staying anonymous or, or only sharing what you want to. and Or no one's anonymous and everything's out there. Like, like, say, like, if you leave a comment, you have to say where you're from or what, whatever. You can't, like, no more anonymous comments. No more screen names. It's one identity. Well, you can do screen actual... names, but if you, you can, it'll be linked to an actual, you know, to somebody. Mm. Like an IP address that's an actual somebody. You know, your IP addresses have to be real. I, I mean... <coughs> An enforcement standpoint, that sounds great, right? Like, if oh, I'm yeah, the FBI, saying... I want to find out who posted that shit. Oh, yeah, I can trace it back real easy. But I always try and think of the less fucked up situation, or the more fucked up situation, excuse me. Um, like, I live in Iran, and I'm fucking gay. And if I want to post something to support, uh, you know, gay pride... I have to do it in my own name or something linked directly to my own name. Well, that, uh, well, yeah, well, that's you're going into like changing a whole cultural structure of Iran. I'm just saying like I'm saying I'm saying America in general, starting in America first. I, my point is on on the Internet. Um, everyone uses everything, right? I mean, there are yeah. people in Iran who use Facebook, yeah. which is an American company. There's people in Iran who use Twitter and yeah, fucking WhatsApp and all these different fucking communication tools. And, you know, or fuck, okay, let's bring it back home. Kid in rural Texas is fucking transgender, wants to post something to ask a question of a transgender community on Reddit, but has to do it with their name connected to it. And they risk fucking losing their entire family structure by doing so. I have a problem with that. Like, there needs to be privacy. I need to be able to say, no, fuck you. You don't need to know everything about me. But if you're going to post a comment online, that's you giving up that privacy. That's what I'm saying. Not necessarily. I'm saying, well, I'm saying like if you want to post like, uh, like not, let's say not like giving it up, but I'm saying just an IP address, notifying that you're a real person, not saying who you are. You're mm. still anonymous, but it's connected to a real person to the point to where if the FBI does need to get in contact with you, they will know exactly that you, they will know that you're a real person. They won't know, they won't go after you unless you break the law. Like 
you know, well, I'm going to blow blah, blah, blah up. They can immediately link it to you and get and go to your house. Mm. As opposed, like, I'm sure they can do it now. But they're not saying they can. <laughs> to some extent, there are people in our government, I'm sure, who could. And I'm sure there's people in our private sector who could. But I'm saying that's what it's going to come down to, I'll bet you. It's stuff like that. I'm not saying See, I, I agree or disagree with it. I'm just saying that's what's going to happen eventually. Yeah, and I'm going to be one of those people who's like, yeah, give me blockchain or something that allows me to control my own data. Like, I'm okay giving up certain parts of my personal life to use certain products, right? If you, if I want to go shoe shopping on fucking Van's website or fucking Converse's website or wherever. Yeah, like her Amazon, if you go on Amazon, yeah, and they'll, like, they'll, they'll yeah, shove a bunch a, of shit towards you. Right. And I have a profile there. I will give you my shoe size so I can buy some shoes. Or I will give you my fucking like belt size so I can buy some pants, whatever. Um, but, you know, right now there is so much data connected to you uh, through aggregation of everything that that's the part that frightens me. Like, you know. I don't necessarily want my coworkers to know that fucking I like drinking a lot of whiskey and smoking weed. Oh, yeah. Well, I, that's why I don't go on any of those social networks like that. Except you're on Twitter. <clears throat> I'm on Twitter, though. But, you but, probably weed, but have weed's other, legal, so I'm not worried about that at all. But you probably have other websites that you go to, and there are middlemen in the background who are collecting this IP address that Chris logs into from Twitter also logs into all these other websites, so he must like these things. Yeah. And that's what's happening right now. There's no control over it. Um, so I would like there to be control over it, and I would like there to be personal control over it where you can say, no, I don't want you to be able to connect the fact that I go on Twitter to the fact that on Amazon I like looking at unicorn dildos. But that's going to be that's all in the, that's all in the Google algorithm. That's Google. Okay, but again, if there's a piece there's of technology... There's no way in hell they're going to stop that. If there's a piece of technology, which I know for a fact is being developed right now, um, that can do that, I am all for it. Yeah, I'm no sure there will be. Ag- no one needs to aggregate that much information about me. I will share with you what I need to do business with you, and yeah. otherwise you can fuck right off. You know, that's my philosophy, and that's not where it is right now. So I have a problem with it. Yeah, yeah. Where it is right now is just uh, whatever you like. They'll just flood you with ever. It's the new junk mail, basically, is all it is. You know, they just flood you with other shit. That's it. That's all it is, is junk mail and the internet. You know, you sign up to something, you get something in your junk mail email. Uh, yeah. But it's also a little more insidious than that, you know? I mean, because then also you're getting shit in your mail and you're getting the fucking robocallers on your phone that are trying to convince you to fucking consolidate your debt or get this credit card or that credit card. Well, they already have an app to block all those. I forget the name of it. They're not perfect. This one works. This one is one of the ones that works really well. It's been on whatever the fuck shows. Money, whatever, and shitty and... (laughs) <laughs> whatever the hell their shows I'm just are saying that there are way too many people way too up in my shit well and it's also I, I will happily share certain pieces of information to use things on the internet or on my phone that interest me 
but you don't need to be able to go to everyone else and figure out everything about me just be based on what I give you. Yeah, I know that, but it's also uh, a new system. No one's used to it yet. There's nothing set in stone at all. Everything's still up in the air, mostly, as far as the internet goes and internet traffic and everything all like that. Everyone mm-hmm. is still working it out, and I think that is what's going on now. We're yeah. just like, what the fuck's happening? Now we're just stuck in this whirlwind of way too much information, way too many people using it, all this negativity and all this positivity, like all at once, just like fucking each other. And then, and then on top of that, everything we use has ads behind it or is attached to something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's so crazy right now. Yeah. And, and the idea behind this particular blockchain that I'm thinking of is that none of that happens anymore because you're in control. Your data is yours. You share what you want when you want. That's the idea. Yeah, okay. So you don't so, see those pop-up ads unless you said, Well, yeah, yeah they, well, uh, no, Mikey, not, why don't you show me the latest deal on fucking jock straps? Yeah, you I'm know? not, I'm not saying pop-up explicit- ads. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so to me... <laughs> That's the right way to do things, and I hope we get there, but we'll see what happens because you're right. Google and Facebook and Apple and all these other companies that we have devices and accounts with, I mean, they're aggregating that data all the time and selling it all over the place. Oh, yeah. Facebook is like Instagram is being sold for commercials in foreign countries. Yeah. That's crazy, man. What the fuck? People's pictures are used for ads in foreign countries. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you have no right to them because the terms of service for fucking Instagram well, say, no, but any photo you post is ours. And the majority of people, they have you on that social nipple where you, you, know, you want to jump on there and go, hey, look what I'm doing, Instagram story and blah, blah, blah. <coughs> you know? <coughs> they have a lot of people that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A lot. And that's... The problem is that no one reads the terms of service. No, and that's their bread and butter right there. Yeah. And until those people wise up, the majority of the people who use Facebook and all these Snapchat shit wise up and go go against it, like you're saying, and start using blockchain and stuff, which they probably will, you know? Yeah, well, this this is all very early tech and all very early business but um hopefully it will be in your household soon at least from my perspective all right speaking of business here we go guys yeah yeah mr tosh Peter Tosh, uh, he's not in this movie. This movie is about marijuana. Uh, it's on Netflix. Just came out. Called The Grass is Greener. It is, a, uh, I think it's produced by uh, The Grass is Greener by Fab Five Freddy. So it's about the uh, how marijuana culture has blown up. 
how people in certain states are still getting busted for joints or getting five years. You know. Texas, we're looking at you, you fuck. Just insane laws. Like, uh, by the, like, uh, by, they have this one guy in jail. He's in jail for, like, I think, like, a, like a little bit of weed. A seed or something like that. I don't know. Oh, dude. <clears throat> so the, the whole movie is just about uh, how marijuana is, like, a huge product now. And how the blacks are still not into it. You know, they're still treated like drug dealers. Right. Going into it. It's all in a white... It's all It's all aimed towards white America and white business owners. $200,000 upfront business licenses. You know, just to start growing this stuff. You know, and there's like... You know, ghetto brothers don't have that shit. <laughs> you know, it's like... Uh... <clears throat> So, yeah. So, it gets into the politics of how wh- white America has taken the weed companies over. So, I take it this is a documentary. Yes. Yeah. And um, it's true. It's totally true. And like 2% or I think 1% of the, the billion dollar weed company. <laughs> and I think that 1% is Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. And uh, family, yeah, the Bob Marley family, and um, like a uh, fucking who's the uh, be real from Cypress Hill. <laughs> Wait, yeah. isn't he Hispanic? Well, he's still a minority. Right. You know, he, they still they were yeah. still they were still easily they were um, put in jail just as much as the blacks for weed, dude. That's true. <laughs> Can't argue that point in the slightest. So yeah, so yeah, so it's one percent, man, out of all the whites, and that's what they're trying to get into. Here we go. What's it good for, Peter Tosh? Everything. Yeah. Cuba colosis. Mara corbosis. It's like what? Yeah. So yeah, so these motherfuckers. Yeah, I thought I looked up the grass is greener. I I got scared because I saw Avengers stuff on um. section. I better look away. What I call the grass is greener. Yeah. Uh, the grass. Is greener. Oh my god, it's not even there. Ants love it. Goats love to play with it. Let's see. Grass is greener. Weedy. <laughs> grass is greener. Here we go. A complicated. What? Relationship with cannabis. Okay, let's see. That's all it says. Plot summary, documentary. No one put anything into this, just like they did with the cannabis. You know? Holy shit, sorry. That's alright. Uh, let's see, who's in it? So, the doc- hey, what? I said, how was the documentary? It was good. I'm trying. I'm trying to get to a thing. Yeah, it's basically yeah, racism. 
it's hip hop and weed against white people and weed is basically what they're saying. Right. It's like, why do white people make all the money off the weed? And they should get weed parations. I just made that now. <laughs> weed parations, guys. Not reparations, weed parations. For all the years they've been incarcerated for weed, now that it's legal. They're calling for... Uh, <laughs> and that way they could start a company and start making weed. Reparations for weed. There are um, companies that are going to be... Wait, sorry, no. Uh, there are governments, especially state governments, that are talking about um, expunging all convictions for cannabis-related crimes. Unless there was violence involved. Like, California is one of them. Uh, so, oh, okay. that'll be a step in the right direction. Um, and usually, um, when there's that kind of uh, change in society, there is some kind of compensation. Yeah, that's uh, true. Not to slaves. We all know that, but... Um, but. So we'll... It might happen. I oh, doubt man. it, though. No weed parations. That's my <gasps> my question. No weed parations? No. Well, that's what they want, guys. That's what they want. By the end of this documentary, you're like, we want weed parations. Well, I call it, they call it reparations, but... Hmm. So, yeah, they're like, because these moms are like, my son was shot over marijuana and killed. Mm. He was put in jail. He was gonna be a he was gonna be a blah 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 on this, and now he's dead because he's put in jail for a weed sack and got caught up in all that shit in jail and died. Right. Or lost an opportunity to go to college because you can't go to a college with a conviction for possession of any drug. Yeah, it's a way of keeping the black man down. You can't get any kind of financial aid. It's a way of keeping the black man down. Another way, man. Come on. Yeah. It's good for Cuba Colossus. Flambosis. Come on, that guy's great. Okay, so. I have no idea what medical terms he's using, but remember he recorded that song in like 68 or 72. Cumbara Flambosis. <laughs> so names change is my point. Cuba Colossus and Cumbara Flambosis. Um, what do I rate? Three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, three to five smoke joints. Bad five, Freddy. Okay, Game of Thrones real quick. Uh, they're getting close to the end here, guys. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. So this episode was just all of them hanging out, you know, for one last time. All by the fire. Just going, hey, how's it going? What are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? Hey, how's it going? So, like, all these people that you'd never think that were hanging would ever hang out together are now hanging out by a fire waiting for the White Walkers to come up, right? So, you have, whole, you have the fucking, the, you have the, uh, uh, I like you when you lick me. You lick me and I like it. You have her, her squad coming in there. You have everybody now all together waiting for these White Walkers. So, next, this weekend... As well as Avengers Weekend is going to be the Battle of Winterfell. Mm. 
So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be longer than the Battle of Helm's Deep. So I, I predict an hour of battle. And a lot of people are dropping uh, this weekend. Mm. I'm predicting it. And people are saying... Uh, Iron Man's going to die. <clears throat> Hulk's going to die. <laughs> I forget. Oh, sorry, wrong, wrong universe? I forget. Yeah, I forget who said it, but someone was saying that uh, uh, Tyrion, the guy who lost his hand, he should have a hand made out of dragon glass. And just be like, Gah! Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. You should have a uh, Jamie Lannister. You <laughs> should have a um, a fist made of dragon glass, right? So he can start punching these motherfuckers. That would be sweet. He have like a dragon glass fist and a sword. So he pop, 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 pop. That'd work. Sure. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of shit's been revealed. You've read all the books. Yeah, but the uh, TV show is beyond the books at this point. Oh. So, yeah, so there's a lot of shit going down with all the incest. Everything mm. has come out that has started in the last se- first season. We're all brothers and sisters. Yeah, everything has come out. Like, oh, you pushed me out of a window and broke my back. Oops, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you fuck your sister. Oh, well, cheers. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ. It was fun. Yeah. It's like, well, you like to fuck your sister. It's like, oh, well. You know, and it has uh, the um, Lannisters mm-hmm. uh, talking to each other. The brothers. Midget Man and... Uh, yeah. You know their names. I do. Because yeah. I've read the books. Yeah, see? Uh, but anyway, yeah. So it was good, though? <clears throat> yeah. Um, and they knighted... Uh, uh, Baratheon, that big She-Hulk chick, Brienne of Tarth. Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Baratheon was fucking uh, the fat king who got gutted. They they the- knighted Brienne of Tarth. Did they do that? <laughs> did they do that in the books? Uh, again, I don't know. Okay, so they knighted her. Another Me Too movement in the it- in the. Uh, <clears throat> Captain Phasma is a bad bitch, all right? Yeah, so this is supposed to take place on a on a non-Earth planet, right? And uh, I mean, they're, they're, because they have ten years of winter on one side and summer on one other side. I mean, it's a different world, surely, but no <laughs> word on whether it's supposed to be an alternate Earth or some fucking other planet. I think it's another planet. Could be. I don't think they're on Earth, man. The way that shit works out, people are like, oh, this is medieval times. No, it's not. This is not Earth. This is fucking some space planet, <laughs> you know, that's out in the middle of somewhere that's so close to, like, uh, yeah, it's on a weird axis. 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 <laughs> yeah, this is not Earth. I'd, I've never thought that this was Earth. Did you? Honestly, never thought about it too much. I've read enough fantasy. You just accept the planet, whatever. As well, that's being... what I'm saying. Like they've never said this is Earth either in the in the show, but mm-hmm. no, it's not. I hear a lot of people talking about. Well, uh, if if I was there, I would do this and that. It's like no, you wouldn't be. You're not on Earth. These are aliens, right? These are all aliens fighting 
on a distant planet that we know nothing of, right? In a different time zone. Like like we're chilling right now. They're like five billion light years away mm. fighting fucking whatever the fuck. That's White what walkers. And yeah. That, it happened to all be humanoids. Yeah, that's what I think. Mm. Honestly, never gave it too much thought. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, I just accepted Westeros as Earth for purposes of the story. You know, like. Yeah, but I'm just like, huh. But it's the same thing when you read pretty much any other epic fantasy, right? The the author creates a map, and that map plays roles in the story because you go to fucking, you know, Helm's Deep, or you go to fucking Rivendale, or wherever. Um, but that's the world for purposes of the story. And then whether it's Earth or not, whether it's uh, an alien planet, you let the author show you. Because I've read some epic fantasy where it's like, no, this is definitely like alternate Earth or like Tolkien is a perfect. Yeah, exactly. Example. It's like an earlier age of fucking Earth. Um, uh, and, then, and then there are others where it, it's clear like, oh, yeah, they find old tech and wow, that looks like a weird rocket ship kind of thing. And oh, we found a recording. We're from a different planet. Like there are epic fantasy stories like that, too. And Game of Thrones never does either of those things, really. Yeah. So I always leaned more towards towards the Tolkien version that this is Earth. It's a different Earth, but it is the only world. All right, so I rate Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 2. Only four more episodes left, guys. No, th- well, yeah, four. There's six episodes. Uh, whew, three to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, uh, three to five side boobs. <laughs> It's like every episode. No, well, not so- now, dude. They, they've gotten all prude. Hmm. Game of prudes. <laughs> no one's fucking randomly anymore? No, it was like, uh, before it was like all, um, it was all nude chicks, then floppy dicks, then nothing, then a little bit of nudity, now nothing. Like, what's going on here? Hmm. Because like, like the, the whole, well, the whole Me Too movement, and then... Hmm. Everything gets blamed on the Me Too movement. Are they wearing pussy hats? They might as well be. <laughs> They're wearing medieval pussy hats. <laughs> Since they might as well be wearing medieval pussy hats. Just makes no sense. Okay, so before we get out of here, what else? Um, oh, Bad Boys for Life is finished filming. Yay. Uh... Endgame, guys. That's about it. That's all that's happening. Endgame. Mm-hmm. And the, the battle for Winterfeld. And Sneaky Pete starts May 10th, season three, guys. Oh, shit. I got to watch season two. Damn it. Season three, Sneaky Pete, May 10th. All right. Well, I'm um, glad I came back for a third season. Uh, let's see. I will catch up after I catch up on Bosch. Uh, time. Uh, let's see. Uh, Spike Lee's new Netflix, uh, See You Yesterday. He has a Netflix show coming out. And another show, Perfect. A, a movie, Perfect, directed by Eddie Alvarez. Check out that trailer, guys. It's trippy looking. Uh, perfect. Yeah, I but, think I saw you tweet that out earlier today. Yeah, check out the trailer, dude. It's trippy. Yeah, I will. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is in talks to star in Guillermo del Toro's movie, Nightmare Alley. 
Ben Affleck is going to start f- directing again after that horrid Live by Night. Uh, World War II film Ghost Army, written by True Detective creator Nick Pozzolato. So that could be good. And uh, James Wan is adapting Stephen King's Salem's Lot. For huh. New Line Cinema, another remake, guys. Here we go again. Uh, that could that could that could need a remake. <laughs> yeah, I'm ah. trying to remember the original Salem's Lot. It was creepy, man. It was when they went up to the house and stuff, and the vampires wake up. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was creepy. I liked it, um, but it was cheesy as shit. Hmm. But as a kid, I thought it was creepy just because I was a little kid, and I hadn't seen it yet. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I thought it was a good vampire movie. This yeah. could be a really good one if they make it right. Mm. And uh crashed. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw looks awesome. William Defoe, oh, Lighthouse, William Defoe and Robert Pattinson again. From the director of The Witch. They're in this movie called The Lighthouse. Mm. So, look out for that, guys. And uh that's about it, guys. Uh, all right, who are cool. our friends? Let's get out of here. All right, we're gonna go. Uh, out, we're going on some Tosh. All right, go for it. Hey, I'm just tapping razor. Hell yeah. Uh, so we got some growing up, not growing old. Big Papa podcast, uh, bold and belligerent. Ice in the face, painted black podcast, the offensive line. Um, Horribly Awkward Podcast, Geek Dig, Fear Cast, Fifth Cast, uh, everyone for BatSquadNetwork.com, and who else, Chris? Oh, and uh, Heroes of Noise, and Horribly Awkward, and Horrible Gamers, right? Is that it? I think so, yeah, right? Oh, the Lo-Fi Show. Oh, Lo-Fi Show. Are they still around? They are. And uh, see you later to... Um, uh, Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. They're hanging it up. Yep. So bye bye. All right, later, guys. Later. Size. I'm dangerous, I'm so dangerous. dangerous.